Hello, I'm Leslie Dudley Corbell, and I'm Diane Doucette Matthews. Welcome to The Mind of a Child, where we explore the social, emotional, physical, intellectual, spiritual development of a child and offer wisdom on these issues. Thank you for joining us. We're so glad you've joined us for today's conversation. So grab a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, take a breath with me, and let's settle in and see what we can learn today. We had an email and we had some questions about good thoughts. So tell us a little bit about it. So when Madeline was little, we would have our story time at night and our prayer time. And then as she was going off to sleep, she would say, Mommy, tell me some good thoughts. Hmm. And so good thoughts kind of became this little quiet, just a recitation almost of all the good, wonderful, comforting things that she enjoyed during the day. And it might be something like making biscuits with Meemaw, mm. playing outside with our dog cowboy, reading books and sitting on mommy's lap. Just sweet little wonderful things through the day. And I would just list those so she would drift off to sleep. Keeping childhood and protecting childhood is very important to me and, and letting children be children. Mm -hmm. So in a world that's really loud and noisy and busy and hurried and there's a lot of information coming into children's brains all day long, I thought, wouldn't it be nice? Let's get some good thoughts back out there. Mm -hmm. So thoughts that are soft and thoughts that are quiet and that really hold on to that sense of childhood wonder hmm. um, and set a child's mind on things above. Yeah, and they're wholesome thoughts. Yes. And they're precious. And it, I, I just love that you've brought this back. Yeah. Um, so you said set their thoughts on things above. And read scripture to and them. And read scripture, mm -hmm. absolutely. So you've picked a verse, Isaiah 55, 10, and 11, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. So that says a lot. God's yeah. word will accomplish what it desires, what he desires it to, and it will not come to him. It will not right. come back to him void. So... I think of it as eternal. When mm -hmm. we read scripture over our children or to each other or speak in psalms and hymns and spiritual, mm -hmm. I mean, that is eternal words. So I really wanted to make sure that that was included. I mean, that mm -hmm. we were read, this was an opportunity to have scripture read aloud over your children. Mm -hmm. So how should a parent use good thoughts? I really see good thoughts as a supplemental resource. I mean, of course, the parent is the child's first teacher. Mm -hmm. So any reading of scripture that you do over your child, I mean, that's, that's a beautiful thing. And so this is really meant to supplement that. It's for you to enjoy together or maybe for you to provide for your child. Just really a way to reset. So there's more than just... The scripture, because mm -hmm. you said the good thoughts. Yes. But isn't there something else? Yes. So each episode includes poetry as well as scripture. It's been some original poetry mm -hmm. that we have written. Mm -hmm. It's been some classic poetry. So just a kind of a mix of three different parts. Two and then three. ending in a sweet childlike prayer. Yes. 
Ending in a prayer. Yeah, and we try to read it at a slow, calm, soft pace Mm -hmm. so that it will put the child's mind and heart at ease. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting. You know, people are wondering what ages might be appropriate. And really all ages can use this in different ways. Mm -hmm. And, And did you know, Diane, that an infant's sense of hearing, even in the womb, is well developed? Mm-hmm. We, we, yeah, well, we, we talked about that when we did the brain. Yeah. So, yeah, great reminder. Uh-huh. So, so they're already in the womb processing auditory input on some level. Um, so any soft music, soothing words, soothing music is, even if they aren't listening to the words, so to speak, in terms of, of comprehending it, the scripture that they're hearing and the sounds that they're hearing are very soothing. That's great. So let's go back to the age. Mm-hmm. So what was the, yes, you had a friend, or we had a few friends that I really commented. appreciate all the friends that have reached out and shared with me how they're using it and what their child's reaction was mm-hmm. and how they enjoyed mm-hmm. it. So one friend um, has a four-month-old granddaughter, and they had gone on a trip to visit family, and mm-hmm. they were coming back, and the child was fussy. I mean, she'd had a full day, and... Um, she was in her car seat, and so my friend Shani turned it mm-hmm. on for for her little baby, her little grandbaby, Aww. and she soothed, she yeah. calmed, just listening to the soft, soothing voices, the music, and that's sweet. she settled in. It's that's very great. sweet. That's great. And then I think we even have what um, a three year old yeah. that you heard from a friend. Yes, a parent of a three year old. Their bedtime routine is to much like Madeline in the mind, was to read a story and have that quiet time together with the parent. And then the parent leaves the room and they turn this on so that the child falls asleep listening. Oh, that's great. And I know we heard from a really good friend of ours. They were sitting with her son and her mother. So there's three Mm -hmm. generations there listening to it. And they sent a picture and they said, we are so thankful that you have done this. We we love it. So that was a seven-year-old that was benefiting from it. Just so sweet. All ages, like you said, it's very beneficial. I've had a lot of moms ask me, a lot of young moms say, you know, it's so hard to have my quiet time. So busy running and taking care of my children. I'm, it's hard for me to get in the word and hard mm-hmm. for me to do the quiet time that I want to have. Mm-hmm. And so it can be an opportunity for a mom to have her quiet time during the day and also to offer it to the child. And they can color while they're listening. You know, what you value is what they're going to learn to value. Mm-hmm. So if you value that quiet time and that that time together and being in God's word, they will grow to also value that. And how important it is for them to succeed in this time. Mm -hmm. So you make sure that the time that they're spending there, that they're having a good time, enjoying it, that it's not a frustrating time. And you can put the ear headphones on and so they can listen to it quietly. I've shared this many times. I have four kids, but when they were younger, you know, it was a little bit more of a challenge to have a quiet time. Two, four, six, and eight, (laughs) trying to have some kind of quiet time. Each one was interested in a different activity. And so put them on the floor in a chair or sofa or something, listen to either a book on on tape and color draw or something yeah. and just expand the time. And I think we're going to talk about that in a little bit mm-hmm. uh, to teach them to focus and to be still and quiet. Like you mm-hmm. said, that's so important. Yeah. And they, they'll copy us. Yeah. You know, if they see it's important to us, they'll do it too. 
neat how you pointed out, you know, you had children of very different ages. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure their experience and the time that they could sit there was all over the place in terms of ma- amount of minutes, two minutes, four minutes, five mm-hmm. minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it might have been. And so it's important for us to know our children and know what they can, mm-hmm. know what they can handle. Mm-hmm. And, um, right. And because we want them to be successful. Amen. We want them to want to come back and do it again. That's right. Uh, I've, I've had one, I did have one parent tell me that, you know, they put it on and they were looking for maybe a two minute for their young child that they might could listen to the first segment. And the child ended up listening to the whole thing because oh. they were engaged and soothed and listening. So, you know, we want to, we want to throw it out there and grow their ability to listen. But if they're, if they're done, maybe that's not what they're wanting to do right that moment point in time, it's okay to say, okay, we'll try this again later. Or maybe yeah. you'd read it to them. Yeah. That's an option too. Maybe yes. they want to hear mommy's voice or yes. daddy's voice yes. or grandma's voice, you know, yeah, just something. So it's it's a helpful tool yes. that we want y'all yes. to benefit from it yeah. as a family. Do we want to talk about the little clock? Yes, yes. That's a good- I've, I've ha- I have seen some families use a little little circular clock that has a red part that goes away as the time. Mm-hmm. It can be helpful if your focus and your intention becomes to, I want to help my child grow their ability to sit and listen. Sometimes having a visual mm. that shows them when that time is completed helps them understand the passing of time because children don't really have a sense of time. Right. You know, no. they, they don't know. They live in the present moment. Mm-hmm. And um, so that can be kind of a fun way to start teaching them the passage of time. I know my daughter, my daughter-in-law, well, my daughter-in-law did buy it for my granddaughter mm-hmm. and it's a little penguin and it ticks and it's so cute. They have a name for it. I don't even know the name for it, but it even ticks away while she's sitting at the dinner table just to make sure mm-hmm. that she stays seated while they're all sitting at the mm-hmm. dinner table. She has a, a lot of time, but just teaching them, not that they can, not that they'll know time, yeah. but they know they can look and see how much, yeah. how many more lines they yeah. have to go just before the they can get up. Yeah, yeah. The passage, the passage of, of time. time. There is a yeah. beginning and an end. Yeah, that's um, right. From my heart, it's just like, Good thoughts is just something wanted to provide as a resource just to slow down, mm. protect childhood, keep childhood alive. alive. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, so good thoughts kind of became a way to do that. And, and so let's kind of think about it. It really is all, it's all your intention. Yes. You know, what is your intention? How, how might it be helpful to you to use something like good thoughts? Yeah, it's not a right or a wrong mm-hmm. way or a certain age or certain this. It's just... Yeah. Just use it as a, a tool that will help your child in this fast-paced, busy world and bring childhood back to them mm-hmm. like you did. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's just a, a sweet gift. So we hope you enjoy Good Thoughts and um, let us know how you're using them. Thanks for listening. Check out our Instagram at the Mind of a Child Pod. Or you can email us at themindofachildpodcast at gmail.com. Rock. Well.